Hi, welcome back to the As You Are podcast. You guys asked us a bunch of questions about how to grow your faith and how to apply it to different areas of your life in college. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to do our best to respond to these questions using a passage of scripture that we love, John chapters 15 and 16. But today we're talking about growing in your faith and community. So we are back with what I think is a really exciting series. We posted a question box on Instagram. What do you guys want to learn? What questions do you have for us? And you guys submitted a bunch of really good questions. Mm -hmm. And we've taken them and we've put them in a list. And we're going to go through each one and give a response. So, yeah, we're excited. If you didn't tune in last week, be sure to go listen to that because that one was really foundational. We talked about how to study the Bible. Yes. So definitely go back and listen to that. Yeah, I agree. That one was, um, even. it was good for me too as a reminder. I feel like foundational stuff is always good to return to because once you get thinking that you know how to do everything, God will humble you. <laughs> and yes, so I think it's, it's, it's so good to stay humble, to stay ready to learn in whatever way that he wants to use his word in your life. But um, before we get started, before we dive into these questions and this scripture, Anna, will you pray for us? I'd love to. Jesus, thank you so much for today. I pray for whoever is listening to this right now. I pray that they would just... Um, Use this time to learn more about you and that you would meet them here right now. We just say we love you so much and we trust you and we give you this day. Amen. Amen. Okay, so before we even read the scripture, I actually want to take a look at some of the questions. So we got probably about 30 questions um, in response to what we posted and we've separated them out into kind of the natural categories that they fell into. And today we're going to be talking about what it looks like to grow your faith or grow your relationship with God and kind of how that works hand in hand with our community. So here's some of the questions that we got. How to study the Bible, which we talked about last week, how to grow in your faith, the importance of community in a small group, showing your faith to others without seeming pushy, and how to apply your faith to school and schoolwork when it seems to be all you do. We're just going to kind of chat through some of these thoughts, but Anna, what are some suggestions that you have for somebody who does want to grow in their faith, but they don't really know where to start? I do think it's a really good question. I'm really proud of who asked that question. And just some like practical things to think about of how to grow your faith we're not going to give you 12 steps to grow your faith. Like that, in our opinion, that is not a thing. Um, And the best way to grow your faith is literally just to draw near to God. Like when you're little and you're growing, you're not really doing anything to grow. You're just like, you're just doing it. Like you're like, I don't know. No, you're right. Because you're not thinking about doing it. You are eating food and it makes you grow. You are spending time near your parents and around them and they show you how to be a person. And it's kind of something that happens by just being there in the house with your parents and they help you grow up. And the same way spiritually, it's just being near to God, using his word and prayer as food to grow and 
in a minute we're going to talk about community as well because I think that's another big element to it. But I think there there's a number of things like especially starting with going to a church and mm-hmm. getting into a small group where you can learn from other people and what God's teaching them. But then yeah. also just like it's time is so precious in our day. And so just carving yeah. out some time to spend alone with God is huge. And what that can look like Again, if you haven't listened to last week's, I really suggest going back and listening to it, talking about how to study the Bible. But one thing we suggest is to get a journal. For me, it has been really helpful in my relationship with the Lord because I'm a forgetful person. And I think we're all very forgetful people. And I also am easily distracted. So there are times when I'm like, okay, I'm going to pray or I want to study my Bible. And if I just sit down and like close my eyes and try to pray, I will get distracted. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> I'll start thinking about something else. Like we'll we'll go on a tangent. But if I actually like am writing down my prayers, it's easier for me to stay focused. And the reason I really, really love it is because I can look back and see the ways that the Lord has been faithful. And when I can look back and see, oh my gosh, I prayed for this thing to happen and it did, then like that's like a building block in my faith. Does that make sense? Totally. And you don't have to like, like writing out a prayer. It doesn't have to be pretty. Like Mm -mm. sometimes it's literally just like stream of conscious. Yeah. Consciousness? Conscious? Consciousness. Consciousness. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Do you have any practical ways that you feel like that have helped you grow your faith over the years? Um, yes. I know that it can be awkward to do this. But for me, accepting the challenge to talk about my faith out loud with my Mm -hmm. friends has helped a lot. When it's something that you feel awkward talking about, and this goes to the other question kind of about showing your faith to others without seeming pushy. If something that's really important in your life is something that's completely private and you feel like you can't talk about it, it's hard for it to get into other areas of your life. And like we've talked about before, with our pie tin analogy, like sometimes if, if our life is a pie chart or a pie, where it's like a slice of this goes to like my career, a slice of this goes to my boyfriend, a slice of this goes to my family, a slice goes to God, then like he's just in this one tiny part of your life. And what he really wants is to be the whole pie tin, like the thing that holds everything together, the thing that is a part of your whole life and the foundation for your whole life. And so talking about it with friends is important. And you you end up finding friends who value the same things that you do and are able to encourage you and challenge you. I think a really easy way to start this is to get into a small group because mm-hmm. in a Bible study or a small group or community group, whatever they call it, like you'll be asked questions and you'll be given an opportunity to share what you're learning or what you think or your questions or anything like that. And it's a really good starting place to talk about that. And then eventually, like, I encourage you to talk about it with anyone who will listen, just like what you're learning and, and what you've experienced from God and how important it is to you. I don't think that you have to worry too much about seeming pushy unless you're telling your friends what to do, which in in that case, like, I don't think maybe unless they ask you, then I wouldn't necessarily tell my friends what to do. But just sharing a part of you is 
inviting them into your life. And so I think it's really just getting out of the mindset of sharing my faith is pushy and it's personal and I don't want to make anyone feel bad and really just putting it in the category of I'm just sharing a piece of myself and what's important to me just like I do about any feelings and thoughts that I have. So that's one big thing for me. And then the biggest thing is studying the Bible. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're in the right place and we are committed to studying the Bible together. Mm -hmm. And it is something that shows you who God really is, is looking at his word. It's so important when I carve out time for it daily, or at least time to think about it daily. Like once you read and study something, it starts to you know, sit in your heart and in your mind. And then it becomes something that you think about during the day, during different like normal parts of your life. And that is what I think really helps your faith become stronger, you know? Definitely. Which is actually a good segue into our scripture. Yeah. You want to read verses one through 11? Sure. So this is John chapter 15, verses one through 11. We know that Jesus is talking to his disciples. And we also know that he's about to go to the cross. And so it's really important that we also, as people who want to be discipled by Jesus, follow these commands and this advice as well. Um, Chapter 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch can't bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I've spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. I love it. I I think that reading that too just kind of goes so perfectly with what we're talking about. Um, we broke it down a little bit on last week's podcast, but if we think about how Jesus is saying he's the vine and we are branches and God is the gardener, a branch can't make itself grow. I think that's important to think about is like a branch is just connected to the vine and it's getting the vine is like in the ground and getting all the nutrients it needs. And, but the branch itself can't be like, Ooh, I really want to grow two inches today. I'm going to make it happen. (laughs) The only way that the branch grows is because it's connected to a life source. Yep. And the instant that that branch is disconnected from its life source, it's, gonna wither and die and so for us if we think about growth and like how do we grow our faith I do think that's such an important and such a good question 
And the reality is we grow our faith just by staying connected to Jesus. Yep. And we stay connected to Jesus by spending time with him, by praying, by reading scripture, by journaling, by being in community, going to church. Like those are all ways to abide. Yep. And abide also in some uh, translations it says remain and I kind of like that too of just thinking like I'm just gonna stay right here like I'm right here with God and he's gonna we're gonna grow when we grow and we're gonna be stagnant when we're stagnant but I know that I'm connected to this life source right and if you think about how slowly a vine and branches and the fruit that comes from that vine that process is very slow yep they grow very slowly But the gardener who's tending that, in this case, it's a vineyard, but it really could be any plant, and the gardener who's God is doing these things and fertilizing and trimming and pruning and whatever so that the growth and the fruit that's produced is good. So if we think about Mm -hmm. that, learning to be with God is is what our faith is. So. To grow it is to spend more time with him. Let him tell you who he is through his Mm -hmm. word. And the things that God's revealing to different people is so interesting and it helps each one of us so much. So as each one of us is remaining in him and relying on community, he continues to grow us, which brings us to the next question, which is the importance of community and a small group. So... Anna, will you read the next verse, 12, and read that through 17? Yep. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know what his master's business is. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love one another. Okay, so if you look up in verse 10, it says, If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I've kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. So Jesus follows that in verse 12 by saying, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. So first and foremost, it's a commandment for us to love any and everyone with the unconditional and undeserved love that Jesus gives us. He is literally saying that's what it looks like to abide in him. So That is something to think about when you go back and read the first half of chapter 15 again, is when he's saying abide, one of the things he's saying is obey me by loving others. But I also think he's encouraging his disciples to love each other Mm -hmm. well in their community as they're moving forward into what Jesus knows is going to be a difficult season of ministry for them. There are really tons of things that we could study closer in this section, but I think one of the things when he says in verse 15, no longer do I call you servants, um, and goes on to say like, cause the servant doesn't know what the master's doing, but I've invited you into everything that 
the father's doing and everything that he's told me. And so I think one of the promises that he's giving here is if you obey me and if you abide in me, I will invite you in to what I'm doing, mm-hmm. which to me sounds like growing your faith. More specifically, I think this is talking about doing this in community. Yeah. Community is so important because if you are walking through a season where you feel like I'm not growing or learning or like, where is God? One, I would say our feelings don't dictate what's actually true. Uh, One of my wisest friends once said, your feelings are valid, but the story that they're telling you is not always true. Mm, That's so good. I know. I quote that all the time. Lindsay Cusimano, one of my housemates from college. I think about that a lot because our feelings are valid. Like we're not trying to say, oh, if you don't feel close to God, like just push that away. Like, no, that feeling is valid, but the story it's telling you is not true because if we're a branch and God is a vine, we're always connected. Right. I also, as we were reading that, I was thinking about like, if a vine just had one little branch on it, like it would look so strange. Yes. And it wouldn't bear that much fruit. Right. Vines have like, it all works together. The vines and the branches. And it's not just one branch. Like there's a million of them. Yeah. Um, And they protect each other and encourage each other. Like that's what we're called to do. So like maybe you're walking through a season that feels stagnant or that feels like, where is God? But maybe your roommate is having a season where they feel like really on fire for Christ and you can like find encouragement in that. It's so, so, so important to be encouraged by each other's walks with the Lord. I think so too. Um, My mother-in-law said something recently. At the beginning of the year, we started texting in our group text about like each one of us sort of has a different area that we spend a lot of time in. She is a Bible teacher. And then like my father-in-law is obsessed with Costco. So he sends like a Costco fact. She sends a Bible fact. I send a music fact. Uh, one my brother-in-law works with organic veggies. He sends like a food fact. It's really fun. Amazing. But her Bible fact for that week was like, don't forget, you can have as much of God as you want. I just think that that is such an encouraging reminder that like God is not limiting how much of himself you can have. We're limiting it by not stopping to be with him, not stopping to study his word, not stopping to pray and ask him Mm -hmm. where we should go next. And so it's just an encouragement today that all you have to do is just lean in and remain with him and you will have more of him. Ask him for more of him. So our last question for today is how to apply your faith to school and schoolwork when it seems to be all you do. God gifts people in certain ways. And so like we were talking about this earlier, but some people are really gifted with intellect and like a strong desire to do well in school. And it's definitely something to be cherished. And he uses it in our lives in really cool ways. Like those people go on to do amazing things for their communities because of all that they've learned. And so I think that school is so important. But ultimately, when we're looking at what matters to God, as we're like studying the Bible and spending time in prayer, he does ask us to remain in him first. So every other good thing, first of all, we believe that every good thing comes from God. But Ultimately, he is our 
our Python, if you will. But like he's yeah. our source. And so the way that you honor God in school is by having it second to God. Mm-hmm. His plan for our life is good. And as long as it involves school, we're going to be like honoring to him and steward that well. But in everything that we would be submitted to God is the goal. I also think like looking back at verse five, it says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I and you, you will bear much fruit, but apart from me, you can do nothing. Yep. I think like, I do think there, he's maybe talking about fruits of the spirit, like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. But I also think like, He's saying, apart from me, you can do nothing. And so if we're not inviting God into our schoolwork, if we're not asking him to be with us as we walk to class and like while we're in class, um, we're not inviting him to be a part of it. And he wants to be a part of it. And when we do invite him to be a part of that, like maybe he's going to give you the patience to love your classmate better. Maybe he's going to give you the self-control to be able to like prioritize going to class. I don't know. I don't know what it is for you, but trusting that when we're inviting God, when we're abiding, he's providing and he's going to guide us and, um, he's going to provide fruit. Like he's going to like fruit will happen. That's a promise. It says so. Yep. Well, you just said a crazy thing when we're abiding, he's providing and guiding. I know. <laughs> That's always been my like little catchphrase for this chapter is abide, guide, provide is like when yeah. we abide, God is guiding and he's going to provide for whatever he's guiding us into. Yeah. I think with school, it's it's been something we've we are measured by for such mm-hmm. a large number of years in our life and now that you're in college you're moving into kind of the last couple of years of being measured by school and moving into postgrad like your quote real life you're not going to have grades anymore you're there's like a totally different yeah, standard of what of how God's leading you and using you and so i think that one thing to start praying is like you know show me how you are preparing me and equipping me for your plan through school and let it not be something that I measure my worthiness through, but something that I can lean on you to provide and guide me in my life. Yeah, maybe it's a perspective shift over the next couple of years, whatever you have left in school as you're just like learning to abide in Christ and not abide in the other things that you've let define you or be your Mm -hmm. identity or give you worse. Yeah. We're praying for you. And we just hope that you'll stick around because next week we are talking about reputation, comparison, and body image. And all of these we could do like a whole long... podcast series on but just that yeah (laughs) hopefully this is a a good at least a starting point for somebody who out there who's asking questions uh we love y'all and we'll see you next sunday we release these episodes every week at 8 a.m so stay tuned see ya bye